Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. There's some hard times going on right now in this country, and I feel like uh, everybody just needs to love each other and really try to um, be kind to one another and be kind to everybody's mental state and what they're going through. My hashtag Frame Chasers. It's Wednesday, and you already know what it is. A new episode of Chasing the Frame. Today, I'm with Melissa Brown, aka Bliss. I'm gonna go with. How's that sound for you? How are it's you good. doing today, Melissa? I'm doing well. How are you? Um, you know, it's Wednesday. Yeah. No, I can't complain. Uh, so before we start the cast, I just want to thank everyone for listening. And remember, if you're a Patreon member, we have three different tiers that let you listen to the podcast from three days to a week early. So that three day tier is a dollar. The next one is five days. You can listen to the podcast five days before it airs, and that's $2. And then $5 is you listen to next week's podcast today. So if you want to get on that, that's cool. If you don't want to do Patreon, that's cool too. I get it. I understand. No worries, but thank you for listening, and I can't appreciate it so much. Again, guys, just to let you know too, we got t-shirts now. I'm wearing one, the V-neck, which I promised you last week. Two weeks ago, which I couldn't because it was a phone interview last week. So I'm wearing it today. It's comfy. It's cozy. It's soft. And it's a V-neck. Uh, it has hashtag frame chaser on it. And you can only find that on teespring.com. That's T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G.com slash stores slash chasing dash the dash frame. As you know, I'm lazy and lazy to change the name of the store, so I'm not going to change it. And we got men's and women's hashtag frame chaser shirts in black, like I just said, in white lettering. And they're ranging from about $20 to about $25.99. And they come, you know... Again, crew neck and v-neck, and also that $25.99 is that tri-blend shirt, which is super soft as well, too, and I really like that one as well. I was going to wear that today, but then I was like, I have to wear my v-neck because I promised everyone <laughs> I'd wear it. So let's get ready to rock and roll. Who's ready to chase frames today? So Melissa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. So first question I ask everyone is, are you from Vegas originally? No, I'm actually from New York originally. Okay, um, where in New York? Queens. Queens. Okay, Mets fan? No, Yankees. Okay, yeah, okay. I know it's that's, blasphemy. That's, that's understandable. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm from Jersey originally, so it's mm. all good. Okay, so nice. now I'm going to ask you another question about New York. Giants or Jets? Oh, Giants. Good. We, you, can, you can stay. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, man. Yeah, I get a lot of crap for that since uh, the Jets were better this season. Oh, you know what? <laughs> tell them. You know what you tell them? When did you win the Super Bowl? That's all you have to ask them. Yeah, that's when right. When did you win the Super right. Bowl? <laughs> I had a roommate in college. Side note, we get into tangents, by the way, on this podcast. But I had a roommate in college, and he was a huge Jet fan. And it was like the year the Giants did all right or whatever it was. And the Jets went like 11-5 and five with Mark Sanchez. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, when, when did you win the Super Bowl, bro? Sorry, when? couldn't hear you. Yeah, hear yeah, you. exactly. And then they <laughs> butt fumbled. I think after the week after that. But anywho, uh, how long have you been in Vegas? Uh, I've been in Vegas about a year now. I oh, moved out here uh, January fourth of last year. Okay, so you're basically a year. Yeah. But by the time you listen to this podcast, it'll be past the year. Yeah. <laughs> so, so second question I have for everyone when they're on the podcast is what was the first movie, TV show, you know, even singer because you're a singer song songwriter also. What was it? Yeah first singer, songwriter, artist, anyone that you got, like, said to yourself, I want to do this? Uh, Deborah Cox, honestly. Uh, she's an old-school, um, like, uh, like Motown type of vibe okay. uh, singer, and uh, she's just incredible. Um, you know that song, Nobody's Supposed to Be Here? Uh, no, I'm sorry. I don't listen uh, to Motown much. Sorry. Oh, man. It's it's great, though, and she's just such an amazing talent. Yeah. And, um, that was the first song I ever like sang to in the car okay. on the radio with my dad. And okay. yeah, it just kind of inspired me. It was from the time I was like four years old. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. So you listen yeah. to Motown a lot when you were younger? Yeah. 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 That was always what my dad nice. was playing in the car. That, Whitney Houston, yeah. uh, Temptations. Okay. I love Temptations. I do like the Temptations. So yeah. I've never heard of Debbie Cox. Deb, Deb, Debbie Cox? Deborah Cox. Deborah Cox. Debbie, yeah. if you're still alive, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but so you're four years old and you found that passion for singing and then- well, you know, going to school, did you like do choir and all that stuff? What'd you do? Um, when I went to school, mm -hmm. I didn't really have time for uh, singing mm -hmm. as much. When I first started school, yeah. uh, I got into dance more okay. and I started doing that for about uh, 20 years. I went oh, to wow. college for that and um, started singing again in college. Mm -hmm. And then um, I just started making my own music again, like three, four years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what's it been like, you know, let's talk about college real quick because fast forward a little bit so college you're doing dance and then wh when did you find that passion again for singing um well we were able to take uh acting and singing classes as okay. well because it was a dance major but um you're you're able to do musical theater mm -hmm. and acting and all that kind of stuff too um so it was really cool i got to uh, find a passion for a lot of those things again and acting again and yeah. um not just be so focused on dance mm. going every day after school like I was in uh, high school and everything. So it was what great. Was, what was the dance uh, atmosphere like in New York, in Queens? Um, like, in was Queens, it, yeah. it was a little different, but uh, I went to college in Manhattan. Okay. So that was um, that was really great. I got mm. to learn from a lot of amazing, amazing teachers yeah. at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. And um, people who have been on Broadway, you know, in like Cats and um, oh, wow. Chorus Line and that kind of stuff. They're just uh, all really talented people. What was your favorite type of dance like to do? Pop lock? Like, uh, I don't know, what other, robot? I don't know what the kids <laughs> do nowadays. Um, I would say like any type of hip hop dance okay. or anything like that is was my favorite for my entire life. And then when I started ballet, I grew a passion for that. Okay. Um, I didn't have the turnout for it, so yeah. um, I didn't do that for um, as long. But yeah, it was great. For the people that don't know, because I don't know either, but like uh, hip hop dance, what makes it like, how is it hip hop? Uh, what constitutes a hip hop dance? Um, I mean... For any dance, I think a lot of it depends on the music that you're using. Yeah. So uh, for like hip hop dance, like most of the songs that you're going to be using for it are hip hop songs. It's just kind right. of like the movement, though. Um, like in hip hop, there's 
there's so many different genres. There's yeah. like um, popping, locking. There's um, just like smooth movements. Now there's um, like a big movement going on of these like heels classes and yeah, stuff, yeah. which incorporates hip hop and like um, kind of melodic dance together, yeah. which is really cool because it's kind of like a fusion between the two things. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really, it's nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Should look into that maybe. Not like to do, but just to see. <laughs> um, so, okay, so you do that. And then you also said you, I guess you found another passion for acting. Is that yes. is that when you started the acting bug, or is that when were you having the acting bug prior to that? Did you do anything in high school with acting? Did you- yeah, we. Um, uh, I started acting and singing more uh, at thirteen years old okay. when I kind of um, yeah. was able to have more time for it. Okay. And um, yeah, for acting wise, uh, I did. Um, what was it? Camp Rock, the musical in high school at oh, Green cool. Valley High School. Actually, I lived out here during high school for a little oh, bit. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of went back and forth a little bit. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So um, and you learned. What was your acting like? Adler, Eisenstein. I don't remember. I always forget the names of it. Whenever someone who acts is on the podcast, I'm sorry. I always forget the names of each like oh, person totally who does fine. it. Um, my uh, well, what I use now mostly is method. Honestly, yeah. um, I feel like that's the most, at least for me, it's the most uh, truthful way for me mm. to uh, be on screen. Is that Meisner though? Method or is that like? Is that my yeah Meisner's method? I always that, yeah, it's so confusing. Um, so what what? Why do you use method? What you said because it's why? Um, just because it's more truthful for me. I yeah. feel like um, I try to imagine myself under those circumstances um, and as that person and see how I would actually react as that person. Mm-hmm. And it's it kind of takes a toll on you sometimes. And I yeah. I know like um, a lot of people who use it in Hollywood have. Um, have had issues with like alcoholism and stuff like yeah. that afterwards, but it's really about like having that self care afterwards, um, after you finish a role to kind of get back to your own mental state. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, and then when you're, when you're in, uh, going back to college, uh, high school, sorry about that camp rock. What was that like for you? It was a that? lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I met a lot of great people. I actually, um, my current business partner, um, uh, Kevin Anthony mm. Carroll. He uh, he goes by Sammy Morning. He actually just uh, came out with a new song, Waifu, if you want to okay. listen to it. Um, but yeah, he. Um, I met him during that show. Oh. And um, that was 11 years ago. Oh, and wow. now we have our own company, Morning Bliss Records, together today. And so it's just, it was a great experience all around. I met um, some wonderful people yeah. in there and um, got to work with a lot of really talented uh, actors and singers. That's awesome. I mean, like, especially like, keeping that relationship with someone for 11 years and like, you know, going back to New York too, that's tough. I feel like too, to keep up with someone. It, was it tough for you to keep that relationship with friendship going? Uh, not really. You know, we, um, we communicated on Facebook, mm. uh, all the time. And, um, for me, I moved around so much that I was very used to like keeping in touch with yeah. people after moving, uh, to try and, you know, just keep in touch and stay, yeah. stay current with what's up with them. So, then you go to college in Manhattan. Did you or, um, did you move back to Queens first, or did you did you go by yourself to Manhattan? What was that like? Family? Did your family move to New York? Back to New York, or did you just move to New York? Um, I was out here with my mom and dad. Okay. Um, my parents had gotten divorced. My dad moved back to New York, okay. and then I also moved back to New York around the same time because that's gotcha. when I was starting college. Yeah. Um, but I just moved straight into the dorms. Okay. It was, yeah. What was dorm like <laughs> life like in New York City? <laughs> I had I did not have that. I I mean I went to college in Rutgers, but like you know I I didn't have the dorm life of the city. 
Oh, a hot mess. <laughs> really? well, I mean, it's fine. All dorm life anyway. You said I could plead the fifth, yeah, right? Yeah, you could plead the fifth. I'm, hey. <laughs> I'm not trying to incriminate you on anything. But uh, I was always curious. Like, what, what? I never met. I actually never met anyone who went to a New York uh, college. So you're a first person there that I know of. I'm yeah. trying to think. Yeah, I think. Well, I know people who went to Hofstra, but not like Manhattan. Anything in Manhattan. So yeah. what was also like Manhattan, like the difference between Manhattan and Queens? Is there a difference in like people? Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Okay. And Queens, it's more like uh, families and, you know, people who have kids yeah. and, you know, they hang out on the weekends and barbecue and stuff. And then when you go to Manhattan, it's like everybody's in a rush and yeah. everybody's that kind New of York uh, walk, right? Yeah. 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 So it is a little different. <laughs> I mean, there's still that in Queens too, but yeah, yeah you get a lot more of it uh, for sure. In but it's, the a city. Longer, it's a longer train ride to Queens. Yeah. Oh, that train ride to Queens. I, think I, I took the train ride to uh, Coney Island once. That mm. was, that was a, Bitch too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never Not go back to Coney time. Island. It's like one time and I'll never go. Yeah. I'll never do that again. Yeah. Even from Brooklyn. I mean, it would take like an hour to get there, but it was, yeah. it was worth it for, you know, the, but what about going to the beach? <laughs> even, even going Queen, come Queens to the Bronx, going to the Yankees game has been a bitch also. Yeah. That was the worst. <laughs> and then coming home, you know, drunk is always fun. <laughs> it's like that. a four hour Mecca. Like you're just journeying. Like, do I have, like, I don't even know what trains exactly go to each one, but it's like, I have the F train to the N train to the B train. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you have to wait, do 17 yeah. trains and then you're just going around in Might circles as well just for like walk, 10 hours. walk there. Yeah, exactly. So where is um, Manhattan, that, that university located in New York? Uh, so AMDA has two buildings. Okay. Uh, one is on 73rd and Amsterdam okay. uh, on the Upper West Side. Yeah, yeah. And then the other is on 66th uh, between the Hudson and Amsterdam Avenue. Two areas I never really went to, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like the, you know, yeah. um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of posh. Yeah, okay. posh, rich people yeah, area, <laughs> except for like that school. That was it. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I was like at Morio. Um, Get Chelsea, I always mm-hmm. because I had to go to like uh, thirty-two art galleries in one semester. Wow! Yeah, and I had to write like a five to seven page, like not seven, five to seven pages, five to seven sentences on each gallery I went to, and going to eight like a day or trying to do eight in one day is like very mind-numbing because I'm like, what what do I write now? <laughs> you just see so much content yeah. that yeah, there's it's, like it's the same shit. It looks like the same <laughs> shit. My dad's with me. He's like. He's not an art person, my dad. He just went to go with me, and he's like, I, he's like, I don't even know what to write. <laughs> like, I'm lost. <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah. It's like, Good enough. But that's one sentence. I've got this six more to do. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Screwed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I went to like the same gallery twice because I'm like, all right, he has a different thing, and then I'm going to go to this one again when he has this one. <laughs> I, I, I saw some really cool shit, though, when I went, so I won't lie. Like, you have to go to Chelsea? Have you, do you go to Chelsea regular on the reg? Uh, Chelsea wasn't my main spot. I okay. was usually in the Lower East Side, to be okay. honest with you. Is that which more was, what the music scene is? Uh, kind of, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of live shows down there, a lot of live music and that's open the, mics that's and the stuff. Village, right, too? East, side? East Village, oh, East yeah. Village yeah. yeah. What was your favorite pizza spot then? Well, okay, well, I'm vegan, so okay. oh, there's yeah, that. That's, that's <laughs> How long have you been vegan? Uh, about two years now. Yeah. So you weren't vegan when you were in New York? Huh? Oh, were, were you in vegan in New York? Yeah, oh, okay. but I uh, pizza spot life? wise, yeah. no, not all <laughs> yeah. my life. So you, but, have, you, have a, you have a pizza spot yeah. that you can lie about. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what was it called when I was little? Cascarinos. Never heard of it. Oh man, it was a spot in Queens that had the best garlic knots I've ever oh, tasted shit. in my life. I do love garlic knots. Yeah, oh, they were real good. Have you been oh, to uh, Cugino's out here? Cugino's, no. It's on Maryland Parkway. It's right across the street from the Student Union Center. 
on uh, UNLV. They're from Staten Island. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's an Italian deli and stuff like that. So they had the hanging meats and stuff. Not real, obviously. But they had the hanging meats and all that shit, and they had the pizza and everything. It's, it's really good. If you ever want to slice, I don't know if it's vegan pizza or anything. <laughs> so highly recommend if you have a family who want to go. Yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> awesome. I didn't know there were New Yorkers making pizza out here. And there's also a, a New Jersey place. Guys from New Jersey who are coming out here uh, down in Henderson. They have one place in the lakes. It's called Those Guys Pies. And um, by the time everyone listens to this, it will hopefully be down here because they've been saying like in November, oh, we'll be done like end of November. And it was like end of December. And we're calling up like, so when are you guys opening? And they're like, uh. Like fiending for the pizza. Yeah, like Like my roommate went all the way to the lakes to get their pizza to bring it back here because we had a birthday party for my mom. So so we (laughs) did 30 minutes one way, 30 minutes basically the other way. Yeah. That must have been some good fucking pizza. It, it, it was some good pizza. So I mean, I can't compl- I can't complain. I, I thank him for going there. Uh, <laughs> so okay, going back to you in college. <laughs> so you're doing. You found the love again for music mm-hmm. in college. Like, did you? What were you aiming for music wise? Like, what was it that like thing that you wanted to do? Was it like the Motown stuff? Did you want to do hip hop? Did you want to do pop? What was it? Um, I would say in college. Uh, I wasn't sure what the hell I wanted to do. Um, Mm -hmm. I just knew that I really liked performing and, um, and that I wanted to um, share my art in some way with Mm -hmm. the world. So um, once I got out of college, uh, I kind of was wandering around for a little bit. I Mm -hmm. wasn't really auditioning and didn't do much like the first like year and a half after I got out of college. And then I finally said to myself, you know what, you need to like just get over it and start doing whatever makes you happy in your art. And um, I started writing um, on guitar first. Okay. Um, and then, uh, teaching myself guitar and writing music on that. And then, um, after that, I kind of decided I wanted to go more in like the pop and hip hop direction. Yeah, Cause yeah. that was my first love as yeah. you know, a kid was like Motown pop, hip hop, that, uh, that kind of genre. And, um, once I started writing my own stuff, it kind of just spiraled from there. I met, uh, Sammy, you know, yeah. we started, uh, he's my producer. So he produces okay. all the beats for my music that's out right now. Okay. And, um, yeah. Just was started. he sending you beats from Vegas to, uh, New York? Um, we did, I believe we did exchange a few, um, like notes on music before yeah. I moved out here, but it was more when I started moving out here, I was working with a different producer mm-hmm. in New York and, uh, kind of just going off of whatever features I could, uh, yeah. get on, uh, out there. Did you do open mic nights and stuff like that too, as well? Did you, what was, uh, what was that atmosphere like that music scene? Uh, it was great, honestly. Um, yeah. Just in New York in general, the art scene is beautiful because yeah. everybody is really supportive of each other and nobody's really trying to pull the rug out from under each other. Everybody's yeah. really supportive and tries to go to each other's shows and support and uh, share their stuff on you know, Instagram, whatever, Facebook, mm-hmm. whatever uh, platform they can. And um, the open mic nights were just that. You know, they uh, Everybody was super supportive and when you would get up and perform, even if you would fuck up a little bit, everybody was, yeah. you know, cheering you on and nice you know trying to give you constructive criticism after the show and that kind of thing it was great and that's very important too constructive criticism that's very hard to cut like people don't understand it a lot mm-hmm. of times yeah and that's very like very hard to take for some people is it was it hard for you did you always understand con- constructive criticism or did you like it take you a while to like you know get the okay i got i gotta understand they're just trying to help me out here um, I feel like I struggled with it, but, um, 
mostly because I'm, I'm very hard on myself, uh, yeah. as, as well, yeah, just yeah. in general. Yeah. And then, um, so when I would hear it from other people, I'm like, Oh fuck, I should just quit. Like that kind of thing <laughs> when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. But then when I started to get older, I was like, okay, they're really trying to, trying to help me grow yeah. instead of, um, like hold me back from something. They're yeah. trying to, you know, give me something that I can use to then improve my voice or, you know, my technique or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And that's very helpful, especially when you go to an art school too. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of, again, we, no one knows about that unless you go to an art school about like how to like take critiques from someone. So, so then, okay, so you out of college, and when did you decide to come to Vegas? Then, um, what was that thing that broke the camel's back? And like, I'm going to Vegas now. Ooh, uh, <laughs> you can kind of <laughs> lie about it. You don't have to tell the whole story if it's like something traumatic and shit like that. I understand. I'm not trying to like again. Whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, no, it was just, it was a lot of, a lot of different factors in New York. Um, New York is very, uh, it's a great art scene. It's, uh, wonderful to live in, but at the same time, it's very expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, it can kind of get lonely and a little cold, uh, sometimes. I hate winters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, That snow and (laughs) slush is not fun. I've slipped on some, uh, (laughs) ice too many times in my life. (laughs) You know, it's nice when you're a kid, like, I mean, you didn't live, well, Queens the suburbs in Queens. Uh, bur- yeah, you oh, get wait. snow. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, yeah, for I, sure. I don't know. I never yeah. really went. Like I, said, I never went when the Queens except one time for a Mets game. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I yeah. Back Chase in, Stadium or City Field? Uh, City Field. The new the new new one. City yeah, Field. Yeah, because yeah. I went. My my uh, dad's friend worked for uh, Johnson Johnson, and he had like tickets or whatever. So me him. Me my friend and my other friend went with him, and that, it was a long time ago. I'm not a Mets fan actually. I'm not even a Yankees fan or anything, but uh, besides the point. But uh, yeah, I was just wondering because I never went to Queens, and I know if it was a suburban, like you know how where I come from, I'm suburban, and like snow is snow, and it's like not really yeah the white stuff, and then you get the slush later on. But city, it's like just slush automatically. So I never yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm sorry, no, not a fun time, especially <laughs> when you're like sliding down the train steps and you're yeah. like oh, oh crap, <laughs> I need a sled. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> So, so the slush is the main reason why you moved to Vegas. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's oh. definitely the slush. Uh, and you came at a wonderful time in January too, mm-hmm. during during a cold month. <laughs> yeah. Well, cold out here is yeah. not is that, not anything true. like cold I, on the East I, Coast. I came during August August third, twenty thirteen. I'm on the plane. The guy goes, "You're coming during monsoon season." I'm like, "What? <laughs> Excuse me?" <laughs> I'm like, "What? Sorry." <laughs> What do you mean monsoons? I thought I was going yeah. to the desert. And then like working for the news and then like, you know, when it happens, you see this shit and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. I can't imagine. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I saw a lot of floods in my, in, so far on the news, but, uh, so you come back and then what's the first thing you do when you come back? You, do you link up with, uh, Sammy? Uh, the first thing I did when I came back was buy legal weed. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, for Good sure. You, girl. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. We started. Uh. We started linking up probably about a month after because mm. then I, you know, had a car and was settled and everything, and um and started uh going over beats and um different uh, directions that we might yeah. want to go um with the music and um. Then in May, yeah, May 17th was when we decided to start our record label. What's the collaboration process like with him? Um, it's great because, you know, he's, he's my best friend. Yeah. So it's, um, it's, 
it's just very easy. You know, he, he kind of, um, we kind of mesh on like a higher Mm. frequency. So he already knows like what kind of beats I want for my music. Like he sent me something, uh, the other day, this new beat, um, that I'm really excited about. And, um, it was just perfect. Like it was everything that I wanted for a beat in that moment. And, um, so he'll send me stuff and then I'll, I'll write to it, whatever, send that back to him. And then, um, you know, we'll talk about the lyrics and the direction that we want to go for like the concept, if we want to put it on an album or if we just want to make it a single. And then we just go into the studio and, uh, and, uh, get it together and release it. Well, no, here's a question for you then. How do you like, I feel like when singles and beyond the album anyway, um sometimes okay it it just depends like uh are the things more like b-sides sorry to cut you off oh no you're fine um well it's just okay so for for my music for Mm -hmm. example like i have um i have like a set of albums that i want to release and like writing to each of those things so i plan it out beforehand and then um when i have something that doesn't really fit Mm -hmm. um i see you know in the um, in my process, you know, if I want to create an album around that, or mm-hmm. if I just want to release that as a single, and then that's kind of how it gets decided just cause like it, it doesn't really fit in with like the theme of, you know, say one of the albums that I'm working well, on. Well, it was one of the themes. If you can, can you, can you tell us? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so my eclectic EP mm-hmm. is, uh, the first EP that I released. I took it down from stores recently cause we're rework, uh, reworking it with new beats. Okay. Um, but that was, um, that was kind of based on the fact that, you know, each, each person is eclectic in their own way. They have all these things that make them up. And, um, those are, um, or like the themes for each of the songs. Um, those are all things that make up my, uh, my being and like my experiences in the city. Oh, cool. So what what also is the difference between EP and LP? I I get extended play and long play, right? But what's, what, what is like, it's just the number of songs, basically. Number of songs? Yeah, but, so uh, EP, I think, tops at, or caps at, like, uh, six yeah. songs. Okay. And then anything above that would be an LP. Then what's a regular album? Is uh, that, like, an LP still? Y- yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Because yeah. I know some people, like, what was it, Slim Shady LP was, like, called Slim Shady LP. I'm like, wait, what's that? No, I mean, it's just phrasing really okay. with that. Oh, yeah. I, I have no idea. I just, I'm just asking. I'm like, oh, yeah. so curious. Yeah. <laughs> like, artists really... finally can ask these questions. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really just like phrasing with, okay. you know. Um, and then in the, like I said, the, what was I? The collaboration is really awesome, you said. And best friend, like who's the John Lennon? Who's the Paul McCartney? <laughs> I don't know if it's like that. Oh, okay. I think I think it's just more of like, you know. The dynamic duo okay. or okay. something. So who's, Bat- who's Batman? Who's Robin? Uh, we're both Batman. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> we're both Robin, whatever right. way you want to look All at right. it. All right. I'm just asking a question here. <laughs> so you're, you're doing that. And then when mm-hmm. did you get into the acting thing? Um, I started uh, really getting um, more, uh, more work about two and a half years ago, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I started doing uh, more plays. Yeah. Um, I did a lot of stuff out in New York uh, play-wise. And then um, when I came out here, I didn't really have anything to show for it. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, you don't have recordings of plays. Yeah, plays. Um, but, yeah, when I came out here, I started doing uh, film stuff with uh, George Elias yeah. and uh, Nicholas Grant. Mm-hmm. And um, and they're both just so wonderful to yeah. work with and very, very talented. They wonderful have guys. Really great vision. And, um, you know, Nicholas is such a talented cinematographer and yeah. George with his, uh, storylines, it's just, he's genius, you know? Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, I started working with them when I uh, came out here, and um, we recently uh, kind of combined our companies to form Antics Entertainment, which okay. is you know our new production company that we're trying to um, trying to produce uh, feature films and uh, nice. smaller projects with. Very nice. Yeah. How how um, how was it? How did that come about? How that you know? How did you guys go? Let's do it together. When when did that come about? It was kind of a snowball effect. So okay. uh, one night, uh, Nick and I were uh, going over some things um, for like different scripts that he, yeah. you know, wanted to produce this year. And um, I don't know how it came up. We were we were all talking, having uh, just like a little bit of heart to heart conversation, yeah. and um, we said somehow, "Oh, okay, we should make um, antics entertainment," and okay. it's you know so about our antics, okay. like you know. I like it. <laughs> All right, now, I, now yeah, I get it now because I was like, yeah, yeah. What, antics, what's antics, what's antics? Yeah, like cra- you crazy kids and your antics, right. like that kind of thing. <laughs> 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 and, um, so, <laughs> so uh, we t- <laughs> we decided to to call it that, and then um, <laughs> and then uh, we asked George, you know, yeah. how would you feel about collaborating on this? And I asked Kev, you know, yeah. um, how would you feel about uh, Morning Bliss being part of? Um, this company. So, okay, let me let me see if I get this also correct then too. So, okay, if, if I'm going to compare it for a second. So mm-hmm. Alphabet, right, mm-hmm. is Google's parent company. Mm-hmm. So it's Antics, the parent company, and then you have your umbrella parts that are, you know, Morning Bliss, Georgia Lies Presents, and uh, Graveyard Cinema, right? Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. So what what's the first project you guys are going to do? So um, we have a couple of projects coming out um, like early mm-hmm. in um, early in the year. Um, we're definitely uh, starting pre or starting production for Sirens in okay. um, February, which is the fan film about Harley Quinn. And the you Joker. wrote that, right? Uh, yes, I did. How? What was that like writing? Was that your first project you wrote? What? This is the first feature I wrote. Okay. Wow. How many pages? How many pages is this feature? Uh, sixty-five. Oh wow. Yeah. How long did that take you to do? Uh, a couple months, okay, yeah, like three months. But the research and everything mm. had had been started for uh, since about six months ago. Uh, who are you playing in the? Not, I don't want to assume things. Who are you playing in the? Uh, Harley Quinn. Okay, just making sure. I want to be like <laughs> Sirens is also Poison Ivy, right? And then Black Canary and right shit like that. Where I mean, we are changing it up a little bit, but um, as far as the main characters in the first one go, because we are writing a sequel as well. Um, okay. The first one uh, is just uh, based on the Joker. Uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy okay. um, and their dynamic. Cool. That's exciting. Are you excited about that? I am so excited to yeah. start production on that. Yeah. We're, you, uh, we're what looking was your at Harley locate- Quinn. What kind of Harley Quinn are you going for? Um, I don't want to give too much away, but well, um, <laughs> it'll be out by now. Hopefully is this is going to be, mm-hmm. what was it? This is your, your episode 30. Mm-hmm. We're filming January 4th. No, it's January 4th. Cause you said you were here a year. It's January 8th. So we're at four days after the fact. <laughs> Um, you're filming in when February you said, uh, we start filming February. Um, okay. we're aiming to end in like May, June, and then, um, we want to be done with uh post-production by, uh, like September. So we can release. You probably are going to be September. Mm-hmm. So your episode will be out in September. So you can give whatever you want away. True. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you're 30 weeks away, <laughs> 30 weeks away. Um, yeah, but, uh, Basically, um, it's about the dynamic between um, Harley and Ivy yeah. after the fact. So uh, Joker and I have um, 
have, you know, a falling out. And then, um, it's about how I connect with her afterwards Mm. to, and that character arc of like how my, how my character changes and how her character changes from coming together and, um, and trying to, uh, save Gotham. Now, when you did the research for this, were you looking at mainly sirens, uh, Gotham city sirens? I believe that's the comic book title for one of the Things. Were you looking at just primarily that, or were you looking at like Harley Quinn by herself? Were you looking at like you know Batman? Were you looking at like you know any like not just Sirens? Were you looking at you know other DC titles that have those characters in them? Yeah. So I I went deep with my research. I did. Um, I watched. I binged everything that they had cartoon wise, mm-hmm. um, from like Mad Love to just yeah. the um, the era, or just the episodes with Poison Ivy, just mm-hmm. the episodes with Harley Quinn and Joker. I watched every single Batman film that's been created to date, Um, especially, you know, focusing on the Joker and taking notes on that because, you know, especially with the Joker, um, there's so many interpretations and I know that, uh, you know, George Elias is playing the Joker uh, for sirens. um, And he definitely wanted to make sure that his stood out in a way, you know, where it's, it's not, um, he's not playing Cesar Romero is playing the Joker. He's not playing Joaquin playing the Joker. He's really doing his own version and I think uh, with Sirens, um, what I really tried to do was make it a story about um, about female empowerment and yeah. kind of use that theme of uh, domestic abuse uh, as like an underlying tone for it. Because, mm. you know, the Joker is a psychopath. That's yeah. that's literally what he is. And um, Harley Quinn is a sociopath. So the the interplay between um, those two in that relationship, I really wanted to kind of dive into um how how it would play out um, in a real life scenario okay. and make it closer to those uh, real life illnesses, kind of like um, you know the Joker yeah, yeah. did with Joaquin Phoenix. Question now, because mm-hmm. I believe uh, uh, Birds of Prey mm-hmm. comes out February fourteenth. Yes, right? I believe so. I think that's the release date. So, are you going to be doing research still because of that movie coming out? Are you going to? Because there is that part where Harley is breaking away from the Joker are you, I know in your filming in February. So yes. are you going to take any notes from that as well? What, or are you going to be like, I can't watch this because I don't want to. I'm definitely going to watch oh, it. Cause well, I mean, I have to, yeah, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know about taking notes on it at this point because mm-hmm. the character arc is already established yeah. from uh, all the research that we did before that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure because I was like, you know, like movie comes out just in case. I don't know. I don't want to like, <laughs> you know, what if uh, this happens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I really I like um, I like how they are, um, you know, I like how they did um, her her uh, interpretation of Harley Quinn. Yeah. But um, I I want um, I want it to be different for yeah. our film. I want are you it to dying be very. Um, no, it's gonna it's gonna stay the okay. purple and blue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought she was, yeah. Okay. So you're not doing the blonde with the purple and blue. No, no. And I'm not trying to make it like suicide squad. I'm not trying to make it like any other interpretation okay. that's been, you know, whether it be the, the you yeah. know, comics or whatever, it's, it's kind of like a compilation of all of those uh, interpretations together. Yeah. And I really tried to focus on researching um, those mental illnesses yeah. and, um, and trying to build the characters off of, off of that rather than, solely their character traits mm. in the um in okay. the comics interesting i like that deep research very very deep research 
<laughs> Damn. Definitely took a long time. Definitely well, and, watched and, and, a lot and, and, of a lot of content. Especially if you have to do all that stuff. I mean, that's a lot of like months and like you know weeks and months of like research and studying and trying to get what you want in that vision. And then favorite Batman. Then after watching all those Batmans. Oh God, uh, favorite Batman. Um, like as Batman, Michael Keaton for sure. Okay. And then uh, favorite Batman as Bruce Wayne. Oh, you're gonna say Christian Bale? I can see it right now. Uh, yes, can... it is. It has to be. Ugh. It has to be. I'm I know. Old. I like Ben Affleck all around. You know, Ben Affleck was great. Yeah, he was. He doesn't get the credit that people des- like he deserves. He get he, me and a friend once had a conversation. He goes, Ben Affleck is like Michael Keaton on steroids, <laughs> more angry and like everything. And he had the he has the Bruce Wayne chin. He does, yeah, yeah. He does, yeah. I, I, and I'm excited for Robert Pattinson, by the way, as Batman too. I am really excited to see what they do with it, and I really just want to know if Joaquin's going to be playing Joker in it because I, I know I that they're casting so. uh, Penguin and all that. Um, so like, they leaked. There's some leaks online ooh, of him on that. the motorcycle, Pattinson on the motorcycle, and there's also I think two days ago, Monday, I think. Um, there was pictures up from set in London where they had Gotham City Police and they had also Gotham City News in HD. So it's not going to take place in the 90s. It's going to take place more in like probably the 2000s. Okay. So because HD came in like 2004, they were saying. So or 2005, something like that. So it's not going to be that 90s that everyone thinks it is. And also I read somewhere too, Todd Phillips saying that Joaquin's Joker is not the real Joker. Yeah, uh, it's more based on the killing joke. I've heard that. No, it's not the killing joke. It's also based on that he's the catalyst for the real Joker. Kind of oh, like the Gotham thing, yeah. Yeah, okay, Which that makes sense. I wasn't sense. a big fan of Gotham. Were you a fan of Gotham? Really? Um, you know, I really do. I I like it. I like the way they introduced all yeah. the characters. I think they I think they did that pretty seamlessly. And I really like the guy who plays Edward uh, Nigma. You know, I watched the first two episodes and I kind of like that's why I turned off because I was like everyone. The first season is a little rough to it, get through. It is. It's so rough because you know what? I thought the first thing I thought when I saw it was like everyone who's gonna be like thirty years older than Bruce Wayne or whatever, twenty years older than Bruce Wayne by the time he becomes Batman, and everyone's getting their social security check because everyone looks forty. <laughs> like, I'm like, geez. I think I think Gordon's what supposed to be like like thirty in that so, something like that. Something? It was the same. I was having the same issue yesterday with like trying to figure out how old Obi Wan was when I was watching Star Wars. <laughs> In the prequels, I'm like, so how old's Anakin? I'm like, how old's he in the second one? Wow, what? What? Wait, is he in the like, third none one? of this makes sense. Yeah, I'm like, wait, so wait, how? Wait, what? <laughs> I saw like conflicting things where I'm like, wait, wait, who's 24 in this one? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, how? Wait, Obi Wan's 24 in the first one, and I'm like, he's 30. Wait, he's 34. You're like, carry the six. Yeah, subtract and then I'm like, okay, so he's, he's 24, 34, 38. Okay, 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 and Anakin's 9, 19. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's a little. They they take a lot of liberties with that kind too of many stuff. Many liberties. <laughs> it's like, ah, yeah. Oh man, no. But I really enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed the Joker in yeah. um, Gotham. I'm actually I'm on season three right now. I was you yeah. Know. Cameron um, Monahan Monahue something. Yeah, he played um, the, Shameless. The kid with the red hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's fantastic. Oh, he, and, and you didn't really see Really creepy. You didn't see everything yet, right? <laughs> I have not seen everything okay, yet. Okay, cool. There's something else that I don't, you probably don't know about because you probably, you probably haven't watched the spoilers at all. Like, like how no, I am. I don't. Okay, good, <laughs> good, because then you'll be really shocked by the end of the uh, end of the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So I, I know what happens. As so I've you, seen, you've watched all the series. I, I watched spoilers already. and I read them on Wikipedia. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I do that all the time. That's, 
So I, I do. like the little cliff notes of it. Yeah, I like I I actually watch. I actually read the movies before I go see them. Mm-hmm. I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like my girlfriend hates it. My roommate hates it. Everyone hates it. <laughs> like who's around me? Like why do you do that to yourself? I'm like I like pain and punishment. I say. <laughs> Oh but, my gosh. So what else are you guys doing uh, besides uh, Sirens? Are you guys going to straight into production for something else? Yes. So uh, we are also doing something called Nancy's Requiem. Um, I'm not sure if George wants me to talk about this uh, too much yeah. or not. But um, but yeah, that's um, it's based on uh, Freddy Krueger. It's a oh. Freddy Krueger fan um, okay. series. And that's, that's cool. really cool. Are you guys trying to get funding and stuff like that? How's that trying to go? Yeah, okay. we are. Um, so we're on angel list, um, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, look for angel investors yeah. and then also, um, talking to other people in the community about investing mm-hmm. in, um, the company so that we're able to put on these productions and, you know, nice. um, since Nancy's Requiem and, uh, Sirens are fan, uh, fan based yeah. things, we're not really able to, um, to make profit off of yeah. those things. But as far as like our other projects go, they're all original projects, not based off of yeah. any other characters in any other universe. So, um, I think that that's going to be helpful to us for those, uh, those projects. Have you thought about Patreon, Kickstarter, Indiegogo? Yeah, we're, we're working on a couple things with that. Um, I know, uh, George wants to uh, start an Indiegogo for Nancy's yeah. Requiem, yeah. um, which would be great because, yeah. um, it would definitely make it a lot cooler if we had yeah, some it, funding for it, that. It's it's hard though to do like Indiegogo's though. Like we, I was talking about some, I was talking to someone yesterday about it, and we were discussing like it's really like you have to find a star to be in your Indiegogo or something like that. It's just it's it's. I mean, I hope it works, but it's it's so tough. I've seen so many like fail too. Like I've tried Indiegogo for something, I think, and like I'm like, all right, that didn't work. Yeah. Like uh, Patreon might work because then you get the followers. Hopefully, people will start like. Some, weekly or whatever it is monthly like you know. yeah we're doing patreon as yeah. well uh for some stuff with antics so yeah, yeah that's cool yeah it should be smart moves and you have a business plan and everything like that do you guys all right yeah because yeah, if yes. you try to go for investors you need that shit apparently mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. all about that shit uh yep. so going back to morning bliss also mm-hmm. what, what was I, oh my god i had a question i just blanked out shit oh this happens um I'll come back to it when I when I think about it. So you're doing that stuff. Going back to antics, I kind of flip flop. <laughs> um, so then you're doing Nancy's Requiem, and then what's what about something that you can talk about original project that's not fan fiction or mm, fan so fan service. The Coven, which yeah. uh, just came out uh, on Nick's platform, uh, Graveyard Cinemas, we're actually filming a second Coven film. Cool. Um, which is going to be, I don't know if you've seen the first one that we did, but it's a, it's a vampire film. Yeah. Um, it, it was more like, a like shock than, yeah. um, than actual like horror with blood and guts and yeah. stuff. So this one is going to be a lot gorier, a okay. lot more blood and, um, it'll be filmed inside thankfully for our actors Why was because it, was it, it was so cold well, when did with you film fake it? blood. Um, well, we filmed it originally in the summer, but we had to do some pickup shots later on. Um, Why are you complaining? It's not cold out in the summer. <laughs> no, 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 no. We had did some pickup shots like a few weeks before the release. So oh. that was like a few, like a month ago oh, or that something. Was super cold. And it, at night when it's cold with like a t-shirt on, cause that's what I was wearing yeah. in the summer. And then like the fake blood, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm dying right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so sticky and you're just like all I want to do is go home and take a shower <laughs> I don't want to be here right now <laughs> I can't feel my fingers and my fingers are sticky <laughs> exactly like you know you gotta invest in a pair of wool socks so. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. You got to bring like paper towels and yeah. water in the car to like wash and it off. Like, and then it looks like a crime scene wherever even, we filmed. Cold water too. Cause like that shit would make you even colder. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, like bring some warm water with you. Yeah. Like, bring a teapot somehow. <laughs> bring a teapot. Yeah. Just bring a small little, uh, <laughs> little stove <laughs> with you. It's fine. How did you, how did you actually meet George? Like how did you, how did you meet uh, Nick and George actually? Um, George and I met through our day job and oh, then, okay. um, he was the same place. Yes, we okay. do. And then, um, Nick, actually it was weird because when George added me on Facebook, when I first started working mm-hmm. there, um, we connected and he was like, how do you know Nicholas Grant? Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Uh, like, I don't know who you're talking about. And then, um, I was like, oh, he went to high school with me. Yeah. And he was like, are you serious? Cause I work with him on like a couple of film yeah. things. And then, um, like a few months after that, Nick had contacted George because he saw something that I was in um, on George's page. And he was like, oh, uh, do you know this girl? Whatever. Yeah. Um, I want to audition her for something. And um, we met through um, through George, actually, yeah. uh, through that way. You know, he told me like, oh, this guy wants to audition you. Yeah. So I hit him up and I was like, hey, I think we knew each other actually in high school. And then we um, met in person again. Um, this is like now, yeah. whatever, like 11 years later. Yeah. <laughs> and um and we just clicked immediately. Yeah. Um, you know, we work really well together. Yeah, and we're both from New York, uh, which I had no idea <laughs> until like probably two months into shooting Coven <laughs> that we were both from New York. <laughs> what was that it was like? awesome. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> So I've been living in Brooklyn for six years now, and then I come back here and I'm working with a director who's from, from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> it well, was insane. You know, Brooklyn, we go hard. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yeah, it was crazy though. Um, it was it was really awesome to to meet him again after that and to just be like, okay, now the the yeah, world yeah. is coming full circle. <laughs> and then of. you met, I guess you met Jamarco through um, George. Mm-hmm. Now that's crazy because like Jamarco is in like Wisconsin of all places, mm-hmm. and then like. So how'd you get him on the track? How'd how that like collaboration happen? Um, but- he had hit me up, um, Jamarco? through, yeah, Jamarco okay. hit me up through, um, George as mm-hmm. well. And then, um, he was like, oh, I want to feature you on this track that, um, that I have. And I was like, okay, yeah, for yeah. sure. Send me the beat. He sent me the beat. I fell in love with it. Yeah. Um, I started writing to it. And then, um, a couple of weeks later he was already flying out to Vegas. Yeah. So we just recorded it at, um, at the studio that we, uh, that Sammy and I always go to over dub studio. Okay. And, um, yeah. Where's that at? Uh, it is on, uh, what is that? Maryland. Mm-hmm. It's like Maryland Parkway kind okay. of. Um, oh no, uh, Polaris, Polaris. Polaris. There we go. Okay. Um, yeah, but it's, um, really great studio. Dwight is fantastic. Super great engineer. Yeah. Um, and so we always record there and, um, yeah, he came in, uh, we recorded, uh, like the second day he was here Yeah. or third day is he was here. Is that by Camelhom, by the way? Or is it, is it Polaris and where's Camelhom's off Twain, I think. Never mind. Never mind. Honestly, I'm the worst with directions. Yeah, I'm, I'm not pretty the person. Bad. I'm, I'm pretty bad with directions. <laughs> as well, I, I I always have the Google Maps wherever I go because mm-hmm. I'm so used to um, exit numbers from being back in Jersey. Because like I'm guessing it's the same way in New York too, where you like go, "Hey, I'm off exit like 27." Yeah, oh, and okay. I didn't even drive in New York. Yeah. I just took yeah, the subway everywhere. So yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I well, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. Um, so then. What was it? So then we were talking about that. So, and then, uh, yeah. So Jamarco yeah. and I met, uh, through George and, um, and, uh, he's great. You know, he's super, super kind and super easy to talk to. Very yeah. professional. Great guy. Yeah. He's actually my cousin, Jamarco DeMarco. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 
No, I'm going joke we have. I have with him. I'm like, Jamarco, you're now a cousin. Like when I first met him, and we're hanging out. I'm like, Yo, you're Jamarco Demarco now. It r- works and it rhymes. Just it tell works. people that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's his new stage name. Yeah. Has to be. <laughs> uh, I thought we'd yeah, bring we... him back, and he's like, oh, Maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great though, and it just kind of worked out yeah. like that. Um, he came in, we recorded it, um, and then we're probably gonna be shooting a music video for it uh, soon. Whenever you know, I, I either go out to LA or yeah. he comes out here again. Nice. Are you, do you go to LA often? For do you go to LA for work or do you go to LA for just funsies? What how, how's that work? <laughs> for funsies, or like um, you know <laughs> music or uh, do you go for acting? What's what's it like? I have not been uh, out to LA since I've been here yet. Oh, okay, gotcha. um, but I'm planning to go uh, this year a lot more. Uh, one for auditions and mm. two for um, uh, for music uh, stuff because yeah. it's definitely. Um, a, a great music scene out there yeah. and um there's a lot of like open mic shows and yeah. um performance opportunities out there that aren't necessarily in vegas yeah so. have you performed uh a lot not a lot or a lot in vegas so far have you how many times have you performed if anything in vegas uh live performances for music i haven't done yet oh, in okay. vegas um it's mostly been film stuff okay um we're trying to get more on that this year it's just so much to, yeah. to do oh, yeah. all at once what, what is the music scene out here because i had a friend on here who does music and she she wasn't she said, eh, what, what, from your opinion, what your perspective of uh, the music scene out here, what is it like? It's just such a big change from New York because, yeah. like I said, in New York, it's very much a community. Yeah. You know, everybody's supporting each other. Everybody's going out to each other's shows. There's a lot of yeah. shows, a lot of open mics. And um, out here, it's I've, I hear of like a few open mics here and yeah. there um, and stuff, but it's not... Uh, it's definitely not at the volume yeah. that it was at uh, yeah. there and definitely not at the, um, just not at the volume that it was at in New York, honestly. Yeah, I can see that. Cause like, you know, yeah, being back from the East coast as well, like you, um, you know, you have a whole bunch of, you know, little small venues that have like all these great bands and like, you're always seeing a great show in New York or even in Jersey too. Like you're like seeing like, you know, a band I listened to, Andrew Shikari, you know, in Brooklyn and yeah. they're playing a small venue or like you know, you can have an open mic night in like another place, and like it's just there's so much to see. But then you have Brooklyn Bowl out here, but you don't really see any local artists really going on Brooklyn Bowl or like uh, um, the Saloon Bunkhouse. Bunkhouse Saloon, is that is yeah. that really like you know local people? Like I don't even I don't even. I think no, for I for the most part, it's it's people who are coming uh, either out of state or the, yeah. you know if they are local, they're kind of. Um, it's it's you know it's it's a little bit about who you know I believe yeah. out here as oh, well. Oh yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Um. So it's it's just about getting um getting connected more in the yeah. community out here. I think I think you know only being out here a year, I can't really speak on it as much yeah, as yeah. I would like to because you know I I don't really know as and, much. And you're doing a lot more with other things as well too. So you're kind yeah. of spread out where you're not really. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude, but you're not like in the music scene fully in a sense, but yeah, you're not definitely also, yeah, not as you're, involved you're, as I was boom, 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 boom. back there. Probably yeah. a foot in here, a foot in there, a hand over there. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So what, <laughs> what is the, um, what have you seen in the, uh, film community though out here? Have you, do you have any opinions on that? What do you see any strengths and weaknesses? I always like to ask people this as well too. Um, as far as I've seen since I've been out here, the only thing is that, um, uh, I think that um, people need to just be more supportive of each other yeah. for sure. Cause um, at the end of the day, we're all trying to do the same thing. We're yeah. all trying to get our art out there. We're all trying to, you know, make it to a higher level so that we're able to, you know, provide for our families and stuff with that income instead mm-hmm. of, you know, income from a survival job and then doing this on the side and being constantly worn out and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I think um, 
as far as I know, the people that I've been around are supportive, but I've heard other things from other people that's like not so yeah. not so savory. Um, yeah. But, you know, and I haven't experienced it yet personally. Uh, yeah. Everything I've experienced so far has been very positive, very great. Um, you know, working with Nick and George mm-hmm. and um, and all the people that they've introduced me to are incredible. Abby Ray, I just mm-hmm. worked with her on um, shooting something for The Experiment, which is uh, something that Nick is filming. It's a superhero series oh, that cool. we're going to bring to Amazon Prime this Very year. Nice. Very um, nice. But yeah, you know, uh, she's great. And um, this other girl, Jackie, uh, she lives in California and she does uh, like stunt work. Oh, and uh, that Jackie, kind of thing. Um, last name, I think I know who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, Garrett. Yeah, no, it starts with a G. G. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. G or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, met, I met her once a long time ago, uh, just for a day. I didn't, um, but she's really nice. Yeah, yeah. super fantastic actress and, yeah. and wonderful with like stage combat. Uh, we did a short together. We were done with like within an hour, super professional. Yeah. So all the people I've met through them, you know, are great. Um, Amy Trujello as mm. well. Uh, she worked with me on Coven. Okay. And, um, you know, just all the people that I've met so far are really, uh, really talented and um, incredible to work with. So I've had great experiences Yeah. so far It's, it's personally. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good because like it's funny too, like, you know, I mean, not funny, but like in a sense of like, you know, you, you have good experience, which is great, but you also still hear those things where, you know, you hear about the so savory things of Vegas about the film community, which sucks because again, I'm also in the podcast is I'm not trying to, I'm trying to find the strengths and the weaknesses, see what they are and like bring them to light. And I need to also, I want to try to also figure out what can we do to get to the next level? So what can we do to get to the next level? You think personal opinion. Um, I think, uh, you know, what, what we're trying to do with antics, um, is kind of, kind of the example that I want to set for, you know, other, uh, people in the Vegas film community is that there's strength in numbers. You know what I mean? If we're all coming together and we're all putting our brains together to think of the best possible, um, artistic product that we can put out that really like showcases everybody's abilities to the, um, um, to the best of, of the pro or the products of ability, um, that kind of thing. Um, that that's the best way to go about it. And that's the way that you create the most, um, incredible works of art and that are true masterpieces that are going to, you know, actually be remembered and have an impact on people's lives. Um, Mm -hmm. is just by, you know, coming together and really sharing your ideas and sharing your content, uh, in order to, um, just kind of like mesh it. Yeah. You know, is that what makes also the New York film, um, or the, actually the art, uh, community in New York so good. Cause they yeah, do that. it really, it really does because you constantly feel supported. Mm-hmm. You constantly, um, are getting construct, not just criticism, constructive yeah. criticism mm-hmm. that actually helps you build and, um, create something that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what we need in Vegas. Exactly. Right. And, what are your other plans for 2020? What are your like goals of 2020? Uh, goals for 2020 would just be to start living more off of my art than anything else. Mm -hmm. And, um, and to just continue making connections with these wonderful and talented people (laughs) that I've been making connections with so far. And also we're ending the pot. We're at the end of our podcast. So do you have any like nuggets, like any good nuggets that you want to give for the people? Last, Um, last good tidbits. It's, uh, you know, just to go on the political, uh, for a second, um, there's some hard times going on right now in this country. And I feel like, uh, everybody just needs to love each other and really try to, um, be kind to one another and be kind to everybody's mental state and what they're going through. 
just try to stay positive and, and bring light into other people's lives. Very nicely said. And what is your social, social media? Uh, social media, if you want to follow me at bliss, B-L-I-S-S underscore B-K underscore. And, um, is that uh, on Instagram? Is that just Instagram, Twitter? Instagram, Twitter, and um, I, if I still have a Snapchat, I think that's oh. that too. <laughs> Who's I don't Snapchat? know. I don't, TikTok, I don't know. no, you have TikTok by the time <laughs> this comes out. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, that's it. <laughs> nice. And you know what's funny? I just realized, um, so I had Jamarco on two weeks ago. I had this guy, Sean Jackson, on uh, last week, and I had you on today. So Jamarco is from the Detroit, Michigan area. Sean Jackson's from the Detroit, Michigan area. So Motown both from both of them. And then you talk about Motown and then uh, the only like Sean for a second talked politically and then you talk politically today. So like, it was just an interesting thread for like the last three weeks of, of interesting intersections in a sense. So I thought that was pretty funny to like, like, Oh, that's funny. Like Motown, but you know, from Detroit, from Detroit, but both measure Motown. Motown. Oh shit. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So, it's very weird how it works out. So thank you again, Melissa, uh, for thank being you. on the podcast. It was a pleasure having you. It was a pleasure meeting you for the first time, actually. So no fun fact, everyone, it was the first time we ever, ever met as <laughs> yes. well today. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Uh, it was great to meet you, too. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, that, man. Again, I'll always thank everyone. And thank you again. And thank you guys for listening. And remember to subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor. Actually, I don't really know if we're on Google. And I know this is episode 30, but I've done so many in a row. <laughs> That um, I'm waiting still to see if we're on Google. I've like religiously looked every day, and we just literally finally on episode, what was it, 29 after I got done, we got to finally Apple Podcasts. So I've been saying Apple Podcasts, subscribe to it, and like I had no idea if we we're gonna get on it. And finally, like the episode, second episode uploads, and we're we're up and running on Apple Podcasts. But yes, I would like you all to get onto Apple Podcasts the most because it helps a lot with trending and rankings and all that stuff. And I need you guys to. Rate it, subscribe it, like it, uh, you know, comment it, whatever you guys want to do, just bop it, bop, bop it, pull it, <laughs> tug it, twist it, whatever you want to do that game. Um, and also on Stitcher too. And we're also on TuneIn, which I just found out about yesterday, which is uh, something apparently a lot of Uber and Lyft drivers in California use to listen to the radio. And again, we have a Patreon page again, that $1, $2 and $5 tiers, you know, $1, three days, $2, five days. And then, $5 is next week's podcast today, so you are very lucky if you want to listen to next week's next week's podcast. It's a doozy. I swear it's a good one. I haven't I haven't recorded it yet, so that's even better. Uh again, and also guys, I got great plans for the future of this podcast. So like, you know, I think I said if we have 200 fans on the page, we're going to do two podcasts a week. Uh 300 fans from Patreon, we do two podcasts a week and a one podcast a month that's a live streaming one. And then I think 400 is about I think I said three podcasts a week, but I might have to change it up because this is it's a lot of work also to begin with. And also remember guys, the frame chaser shirts, hashtag frame chaser shirts, frame chaser shirts are on sale and I can't do it without my hashtag frame chasers because that's what everyone is. A hashtag frame chaser who's listening to this podcast. And remember they're $20 to about $25.99 for that tri-blend and they come in men and women in V-neck and crew neck. So get yours today if you like to. And again, guys, I can't do this without you. And I want to thank you. I can't thank you guys enough. Like always, you know me. So Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart and have a good day. Have a great week. Have a great day. Actually, have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great month. Have a great year. Hopefully, I'll catch you next Wednesday on Chasing the Frame. See ya.